Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Bladed Apples, a horror podcast. Drop your trick-or-treat bag every week. Yep. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Oh, Martha. (laughs) Oh, Christmas. We finally have a Christmas episode uh, for the Christmas season. Yep. I think we talked about a Christmas movie yet. Rubble's oh yeah, no, up. we oh, we do we count Snow Beast? Uh yeah, I guess we can count Snow Beast. I don't want to, but I guess we Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> well, we're talking about Silent Night, Deadly Night, Part Three. Better watch out. I guess that's the subtitle to it. It doesn't really matter because um this is a pretty pretty forgettable film. So. It is extremely forgettable. <laughs> um Yeah, uh it is uh what a way to take uh, a really fun two movies and ruin them <laughs> yeah yeah it's uh with a, a completely pointless fucking plot they tried to stephen king it is what they did <laughs> did they? they tried to stephen king it because they're like give this bitch some psychic powers <laughs> make her clairvoyant yep make her clairvoyant she'll figure it out well i mean the movie does have bill mosley in it so i mean that's a plus right i guess he says two things yeah <laughs> so but we'll talk about that more a little bit later on. Uh, we're gonna also have we have a couple of Christmas themed video games, and we got a uh, oh yeah we do. <laughs> we got a um, uh, story and everything else in between. Yeah, yeah. So what's going on horror news this week? What? What's going on? I don't know. <laughs> you don't know. What yeah. about uh, these NFTs? <laughs> I guess that is pretty horrific. <laughs> Better than Washington? Better than Lincoln? <laughs> yeah, Donald Trump had a huge announcement this week. And uh, he released Donald Trump trading cards that allegedly sold out. Yeah, pretty quick, apparently. Which wouldn't surprise me. Like, uh, I'm pretty sure he bought him. Nobody wants that bullshit. <laughs> you make, say that. <laughs> we make fucking six sets of them. <laughs> you had to have like... A crypto wallet and all these other things, even to buy them, they're 99 bucks. Like, Jesus fucking Christ, it's the worst Christmas gift. Like, if you get that for your wife, she's going to divorce you. All right, <laughs> well, if Christmas, she was smart, baby, she would divorce you. <laughs> you log in here and you can see those cards. Guess what? You're not going to be married the next week. <laughs> um, Man, I wish I had a pop filter for my mic. <laughs> it's very breathy. Mic. <laughs> it is pretty pretty breathy. Uh, yeah, I don't think I have an extra pop screen. Nah, you're day, good. But we'll be fine. I've 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 tackled the elephant in the room. We can move past this. <laughs> oh, just by bringing it up, if anybody has any complaints. Yeah, they know why. They'll be like, "Hey, there was a weird noise in there." It's like, "Yeah, I fucking said that." <laughs> yeah. If you want to send complaints, you can to we don't give a shit at gmail There you go. But the actual email will be at the end of the episode. <laughs> so Do we actually have that. any uh, big news in horror? Well, I mean, the casting for that Five Night at Freddy's movie, I suppose, with Blumhouse, got Matthew Lillard. Mm-hmm. Doing a part in it, which poor Matthew Lillard, he deserves so much better. He's been doing a lot of voice work, though. Yeah, he has been doing a lot of voice work, but I don't know. I don't think he gets the credit he deserves. No, he seems like a pretty nice guy, and uh, yeah, seems like he's you know doing his thing and all of that. And uh, yeah, I mean it's cool. If uh, I feel like this Five Nights at Freddy's movie, how long has Five Nights at Freddy's been popular? Like when did that first come out? That came out, I. Th- 
think like 2010 or something like that it's been a while since the original came out i I can actually look that up while you talk about so is is that a good time to bring up like is this the hot zone to bring in a movie of five nights at Freddy's is it still as popular as it was like is oh it still yeah like, really yeah. walk in the GameStop, man they have that shit everywhere uh okay well yeah look that up um chris jericho will be in a horror themed uh, a wrestling themed horror film hell yeah um yeah he's going to uh the movie sees a small-time wrestling company accept a high-paying gig in a backwoods town only to discover when they arrive that the community is run by a mysterious cult leader with devious plans for their match. How does it make you feel? I'm I'm into it. <laughs> it's from director Lowell Dean, who did uh, Wolf Cop. So. All right. Let's... But you don't like Wolf Cop, right? No, it wasn't my favorite. I was kind of bored by the movie. I think it's fine. I think it's kind of forgettable. Uh, we finally got an official poster for Infinity Pool. You heard about Infinity Pool? Oh, 2014. My yeah, 2014. Bad. Okay. Uh, did you hear about Infinity Pool? No. That's the new movie from Brandon Cronenberg. This is Oh, really? Successful. Oh, okay. Uh, starring Mia Goth and Alexander Skarsgård. Ooh, that could be good. Um, let me see if we got a description. In the film, while staying on an isolated island resort, James, Alexander Skarsgård, and M... Cleopatra Coleman are enjoying a perfect vacation of pristine beaches, exceptional staff and soaking up the sun, but guided by the seductive and mysterious Gabby, Mia Goth. They venture outside the resort grounds and find themselves in a culture filled with violence, hedonism, and untold horror. The tragic accident leaves them facing a zero-tolerance policy for crime. Either you'll be executed, or if you're rich enough to afford it, you can watch yourself die instead. Uh, so that's what the movie's about, which is okay, pretty cool. But they released a uh, poster of it finally. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's supposed to come out in January, I think. Yeah, I, I, that sounds interesting. Yeah, I mean, we were fans of Possessor. Oh yeah, I thought Possessor was great. Um, let's see what else we got. Uh, did you watch anything this past week? Yes. What'd you watch? Wicked World. <laughs> oh, we did. We watched Wicked World. We watched that yesterday. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. It's so fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like we should do an episode on it. Like, it is just too fucking wild. <laughs> yeah, we'll probably do a, uh, an episode on itself. But it's a movie from Barry J. Gillis, who was the lead actor and writer of Things, which is an infamous movie infamously bad and this one he wrote directed and uh starred in well he's one of the stars in it you know what and edited it <laughs> you know what what remember how we're supposed to be they that other podcast team said they want they were fine they were oh, yeah. to, that's the movie because i told them we were gonna force them to watch something horrible and review it with us yeah. so i i'm voting wicked world we said if we get them to watch wicked world <laughs> It's got to be that or things. They've, here's the thing. They've probably seen things because of Joe Bob. Oh, yeah, that's true. Wicked World. Yeah. We got you beat, you old fuck. Yeah. Lone Star drinking redneck piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, we just had the, uh, speaking of which, <laughs> the uh, Gold Tide get together, the uh, this year's Joe Bob Christmas special. Yeah. Which is on Friday. First movie was good. Um, I think all the, uh, no, yeah, I liked I liked the Sleaze uh, film, Don't Open Till Christmas. 
I like that one. It's super sleazy. Uh, it's a mess of a film, but I thought it was entertaining. Christmas Horror Story, not good. You know, it's funny. Like the first time I watched it, which wasn't that long ago, I was like, "Oh, this is good. I enjoyed it." And then I was like, "Yeah, Rocky, you'll see, you'll see, you'll you'll remember it better when you watch it now." And then I watched it. And I'm like, "You know what? I don't really like this anymore. It's yeah. not that good." No, it's uh, it's not great. It has little moments here and there, but uh, yeah, you know, got Shatner. We met Shatner one time. <laughs> we met Shatner. <laughs> you would probably best know him as the star of Devil's Reign. <laughs> well, she brought up to him. He's like, nobody watched that yeah, movie. Yeah, he's like, nobody likes that movie. <laughs> like, we do. He's like, you're fucking lying. <laughs> I don't believe that. <laughs> Leonard Nimoy was rolling in his grave when we said that. <laughs> Not because of... Not because of what we said about Devil's Reign, just because how much he hates fucking William Shatner. No, he loves Shatner. Oh, I thought they didn't like each no, other. No, they were best friends. It's him and George Takai that hate each oh, other. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I thought I thought everybody hates Shatner. <laughs> no, fucking... Uh, uh, God, I can't remember his name. Play Scotty. Uh, oh, um, oh, Jesus Christ. I would know it if I heard it. Oh, uh, if... Um, Jesus Christ. Scotty and Bones. Yeah, the Scotty. Um, what, both of them didn't get along with him? Yeah, they all hate him. So, uh, Bones is Forrester. Uh, yeah, that's right. Forrester. Uh, DeForest Kelly. DeForest Kelly. Yeah. DeForest Kelly and um, who the fuck played Scotty? I would have just fucking. It's kind of bumming me out because I should know this. Yeah, you're a huge Trekkie. I know. Um, I should know this and I fucking blanked as soon as I said it. Uh. James Doohan God James damn it Dehan. James yeah. Doohan Yeah Oh my gosh Yeah Yeah Like he, They were interviewing him And they were He was making a joke He's like He was like You know I really like Captain Kirk William Shatner Not so much <laughs> <laughs> So uh, No They were They were not fans of his uh, But Him and uh, Leonard Nimoy Were close friends Throughout the entire thing Okay. Like Shatner even you you bought me a book about it. Like the yeah. Shatner wrote a book about Nimoy. Yeah, but I thought you said that book was just Shatner talking about himself more than Yeah, it kinda is, but because <laughs> Shatner like, does so love here's Shatner. how Leonard said, Shatner, you are just the best. Like I feel like Donald Trump learned how to talk specifically by watching Captain Craig. Yeah, but he's not as cool as Shatner. No, he's way not as cool. Um, um yeah, the, but the the gold tie get together was was fun. I mean, I liked all the inner um, inner segments, all the uh, Joe Bob segments, and all that. Here's the thing, though. <laughs> Couple problems I have with the structure, and it, this podcast doesn't mean fucking anything. Nobody listens to it, anyways, and this isn't gonna get anything done. But I just like voicing my own opinion about it. Uh, I know that all the money they made goes to charity. Yeah, that's great. That's awesome. The fucking oh, I know. Fright here Rags tier. The Fright Rags tier. Uh, they they basically have three packages you can get, and all the money proceeds go to, um, uh, goes to the charity. Tier one is that you get the Gold Tide Get Together T-shirt. Right. Cool. For fifty bucks, which is more than than uh. Uh, a standard Fright Rag shirt, but it is. Um, I mean, it's not that charity. much more when you think about it. No, no. And it's going to, to a good cause, and that's fine. Right. 
The next tier is tier two is hundred. The uh, <laughs> is the t-shirt and the hoodie and the hoodie. But the it's the hoodie has the same design as the as the t-shirt, and that's a hundred bucks. And then the third tier has you get the shirt, the hoodie, and you get these two awesome pint glasses, Joe Bob pint glasses for hundred fifty dollars. But why? I don't want two items of clothing just have the same design on it. Like, can I just can I just skip the second tier mm-hmm. and just like do the T-shirt and the glasses for like a hundred bucks or something like that? Like, at least at least have it to where there's two different designs. Like, yeah, you get one design on the shirt, you get a different design on the hoodie, and then you get they like, okay, well, I'll pay hundred fifty bucks for that, but I don't want a hoodie with the same design as the shirt for hundred fifty dollars. It's pretty fucking steep. Yeah, it is steep. Um. So fuck those kids, whoever is going to. <laughs> kids I don't think it's going to kids. Uh, whatever charity gets split up amongst. It was going to the Hollywood Hills Retirement Home or whatever. That was, that was one of the charities. Yeah, yeah, it was that. There was... Um, I can't remember the other ones. Uh, I think one was Animal Rescue one, right? I don't know. Probably. I think it was a horse uh, rescue. Yeah. Or some sort. Uh, there's a few others. Some Which auction- I would be more willing to donate. To. Yeah, some of the auction stuff was I love uh, cool. I guess it ranged from awesome to I think pretty stupid. But <laughs> here's here's the thing, guys. If you are feeling charitable, then I don't care what your money's going to. But I don't know about that. <laughs> but well, I mean, as long as it's a charity, a positive. Thing. I mean, what if it's like, you know, hey, let's uh, sell cookies to boost this neo-Nazi rally. So it's a positive charity. <laughs> I, you said charity. <laughs> charity. Positive charity. Well, it's positive for neo-Nazis. You got to be careful what you say, Rocky. <laughs> well, I thought nowadays that neo- neo-Nazism was okay. Uh, are, are conservatives <laughs> okay with that now? Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> They don't want to admit it, but God help us. <laughs> but they they're okaying that behavior, so I guess that's fine, right? Um, yeah, it's it's uh uh, but I don't know how much the bidding is for this particular item. And who wrote the book? I I, I love her, I do. But if you're paying two thousand dollars <laughs> for a signed copy of Cassandra Peterson's book. Cruel Which yours. you could get signed. She goes to convention still. Yeah. It's like $40 to get her signature. Yeah. Like the book is $15 on Amazon. You can get it signed for 80 bucks. Tops. 100 bucks. Yeah. Let's say I'm, I'm highballing it here. Let's just say it's that and much. And they started the bidding at what again? Like 400? Like 400. And last time I checked, I mean, it was a night out. It's probably higher now. Uh, it's going for twelve hundred dollars. <laughs> That's fucking insane. So, like I said, if you're feeling charitable and it's going to a good charity, that's fine. Maybe if you're agoraphobic and you absolutely will never leave your house to go meet Elvira. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I get it. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> and the best thing is they they were talking about in the um <laughs> in the in the uh, special about it's like yeah there's some people go to conventions and like because they're talking about Shatner how much he charges for signatures right and stuff it's like oh you know they'll charge like a hundred bucks for a signature like whatever 
It's like some people just, you know, they bleed you on autographs. Anyways, bid on this multi-thousand-dollar Elvira book. Let me just triple the price of a signature I just told you about and throw that up on this website. Yeah, exactly. And so, I mean, I get I, again, it's for charity, so whatever. It's for a good cause, and if you have the spare income, that's fine. Yeah, I, I mean, if, I mean, if you're just really stupid or have spare income. Good for you, I guess. I, I think right now uh, the they have one of the auction items was to get married by Joe Bob in Vegas. Which is, that's a good one. That thing's going for almost $18,000. Yeah, not that good. We have the private, the private lunch with. Well, wait, do you, do they pay for like your travel and yeah, stuff they said to they Vegas? Would, yeah, they said they would uh, pay for your travel there. Oh, okay. That's pretty good. Then. Yeah. Um, they said uh, a, a lunch with Darcy and Joe Bob. At Cracker, At Cracker Barrel is one of them. And these go for like $13,000. Admittedly, though, that one, it's like, it's kind of like they, they, they do have to travel to wherever you are. <laughs> yeah. So what if the bid is like, are people from Europe allowed to do it? Um, I don't think so. Probably, Probably not. not. <laughs> Probably not. But yeah, like say, like, you know, they're in... Jersey typically or are they in California um I think they're in Jersey or Texas I know normally. I know Darcy lives in California yeah, she lives in LA how the fuck she's got to be on planes all the time yeah, she's always flying like around. If you, if you follow her Instagram she's always traveling I wish I could afford that I would love to I wish I could that. afford just $18,000 for <laughs> charity <laughs> yeah I yeah it would be really nice to uh Flights are so fucking expensive that I don't know how you do it. No. Like I don't know how you get that taken care of because it's like, oh, here's like your thirteen hundred dollar rent for your shitty apartment, and here's like you know your two hundred dollar electric bill, and here's your twelve hundred dollar paycheck. And, yeah, right. Yeah, and then it's like, oh, I'm broke. <laughs> it's like, why don't you just fly there? Fuck you. <laughs> like, oh yeah. <laughs> in what world? <laughs> yeah. Know where we are in life, man. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, Merry Christmas. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's 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 a lot, and people, a bunch of mutants, just have just you know flexible income. <laughs> I don't know how. It's either that or they have maxed out credit cards. Yeah, they're ready to just go. They don't care about the debt. They're like, fine. oh, I got a plat, like a Visa Platinum or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, no spending limit. And they're like, fuck it. <laughs> I'll pay it off one day. I mean, it is pretty awesome to just have the have the credit card company pay off the charities. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Never paid funny. them back. I mean, that's your plan. That's pretty, that's pretty punk. So I mean, I think for something that expensive, they would take you to court, right? Uh, probably. Yeah. They'll probably send the collections. Well, I mean, if I think if it's like 500 or less, they'll send it to collections. Yeah. But I think that something that was like $18,000, I don't think they would let that slide. Probably not. No. no. Um, but yeah, so pretty good Christmas uh, double feature. I think I like this Christmas double feature better than last year, which was whenever Darcy and Joe Bob gave each other their Christmas gift of showing a movie that they wanted on the show to each other so joe bob gifted darcy the first feature which was ice cream man and then she gifted gator him uh, one of his favorite movies gator bait yeah uh 
Yeah, honestly, uh, for me, Dial Code Santa Claus and Christmas Evil are the best. That's yeah, the like best that double. combo. Well, there's the and one, I have it on VHS thanks to you. There was the one, yeah. There's that one that they had. The, I think it was the triple feature that one year. What was it? Black Christmas, Jack Frost, and Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2? Yes. That was a good year. Yeah, that was a good one, too. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, it was, it was a it was a good little special. Um, I don't know what else. What else do we watch? Do watch? Oh, I, I watched Pinocchio. Yeah, it's good. Pinocchio. Then I think we both agreed. Like the only like big downside of that movie are that the songs are not memorable at all. The songs aren't memorable. Feel unneeded, unnecessary. Yeah, you almost really don't need them. No, and like, they, they also they feel very they feel very thin. Like they don't have ass on them, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, they're just kind of like, here's a quick nursery rhyme. There's no like big like build up in the songs. It's just yeah. kind of like straight through the whole time. Then you hold out the last note for a bit in the end. I mean, say say what you want to about Disney, but I mean, Disney is the that company is the king of coming up with like <laughs> catchy songs, catchy songs like great fucking like musical numbers that are animated films, like just these earworms you know show-stopping tunes and this one just doesn't really have that i mean of course this is a disney film um but you know that does have musical numbers but uh i think plot wise and animation wise i think it totally succeeds at what they were going for i think plot wise yeah i think it's good i think it's a good movie yeah i think plot wise and animation wise i mean it took them three years with a team of i think 400 animators to stop motion so they were they did each one well, it was it was kind of interesting because I was watching some of them, and I was like, I don't know why in my head I was like, oh, so the Jiminy Cricket scenes, you know, they they just got like super close and got like a macro lens or something to do stop motion, and that's not true. Mm-hmm. They they actually have like a fucking giant Pinocchio head that's like taller than Guillermo del Toro, mm-hmm. and they have like a, a action figure sized. Uh, Samuel Jiminy Cricket Samuel Cricket Samuel Cricket because he can't use I think Jiminy is uh, Disney. Disney's like they have a legal thing because then the original story of course is just the Cricket I think I don't think the Cricket has a name in the original Pinocchio stories I don't think so either I think Jiminy was a Disney creation so they had to change the name um, but it's good I like it yeah I, I don't know if every emotional beat I think the emotional beats at the very beginning hit I think at the end I I I, I didn't cry at all or anything like that. Like, I don't think that the emotional beats really, no. really hit. Also, uh, I'm not going to spoil the ending at all, but what a bummer ending. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that ending is a fucking bummer. Um, I, I do love, though, because leave it to Guillermo del Toro to have a movie where uh, fascists are the bad guys. And period time fascists. A lot of similar, um, a lot of similarities to Devil's Backbone. Yeah, because in oh, that yeah. movie, Devil's Backbone, uh, fascists are the bad guys in that as well. Um, it also takes place during... It's weird. It's almost like real life. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it takes place during a conflict, and there's also a bomb. A bomb is a yeah, plot that point. Um, never goes off. Yeah, yeah. Except for this one does. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, I, I do love that there is one part. They have something in here that is a switch off for like Pleasure Island instead of them going to Pleasure Island you go to a different type of thing and I thought that was kind of clever um, but yeah the, the songs that they have Butt Sex Island 
<laughs> um, the the songs though, yeah, they don't have any ass on them. It's, it's, it's actually the same problem I have with all of Ghost's music. <laughs> like every time. Oh like, man, you're gonna get some hate there. Fucking fuck. I don't either. I fucking hate that band. I don't. I don't hate them. It's just every time I listen to Ghost, I'm just like. I, I don't know how to describe it other than like what I keep on repeating. Bum 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 bum. Elizabeth. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't. Like I don't. I don't think they're. I don't think they're bad. It's just boring. The way I describe they're boring. They're kind of flat. But like how I just describe these songs, it's the only way. And if you get it, you get. It. If you don't, their music has no ass on it. Like, does that make sense? Like, doesn't yeah. it feel like... There's no buildup, really. There's no buildup, but just, like, everything feels very thin. Like, the mix, like, everything is just kind of, like... It doesn't feel like it has anything, like, kind of, like, backing it. It doesn't feel like it packs any kind of punch. It feels like it's just limp-wristing you the whole time. Yeah, pretty much. Um, like, I... I don't know. A lot of people love Ghost. People, uh, like, people, people love Ghost. People love Motionless and White. Nickelback. The <laughs> <laughs> Motionless White, they love... Uh, uh, Ice Nine Kills and Black. For, for some reason, Blackville Brides is popular again. I don't know what the fuck that happened. But. I yeah, I'm confused about that uh, one as well. Because they they've never been good, but uh, yeah, they like all those bands, and I just, I just don't get it. I'm just cranky old man. <laughs> now nah, we're cranky old men. <laughs> I'm cranky old man, and just because you have horror imagery doesn't mean I'm gonna be sold on. Like, your band, yeah, because the music also has to be enticing. I'm gonna throw well. it out there right now. Best horror-based metal band ever, Splatterhouse. If you haven't fucking heard them... Oh, what do you say? Ghoul. I mean, yeah, Ghoul's really good, too. But fucking, dude, the house that Dead built is such a fucking great album. Yeah. And the thing no, is, is awesome. Ghoul takes a lot of like inspiration from different things other than horror for some of their stuff. Yeah. And I love Ghoul. I'm a huge Ghoul fan because I also love Impaled, which is pretty much Ghoul. Yeah. And, uh, but Splatterhouse is like every song is a dedicated movie. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, no, I like Splatterhouse a lot. Ghoul. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of great horror themed music out there. Um, Blood Freak. It's not. Yeah, <laughs> but it's not. Uh, it's not those for me. It's not Ghost. No, it's no, not, no. It's not fucking, you know. Honestly, I think the only thing that I heard by Ghost and I was like, this isn't horrible, is when they were doing covers. <laughs> yeah, covers are good. They have that really good Rocky Erickson cover. Oh, yeah. You got Ghosts. Um, if you have Ghosts. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah that's kind of like one of the only songs I was like, this is good. And I remember, then they're I remember like, like not hating that first the first album they came out with. Elizabeth <laughs> That's the one. Yeah. I remember not hating it, but it's still it's still just not memorable. I think I was trying to force myself to like it more than I actually did like it. I think so too, because it was like everyone you knew fucking loved it. Yeah. And you're like, Oh, I, I I maybe I'm missing something. I'm missing something. Yeah. And you keep trying to listen to it and then you go buy an album and then you're like, Nah, I still don't like it. <laughs> it's yeah. still not my thing. It's super popular. They win all these like Grammys and get on these like top 40 like favorite really albums of the list it. and stuff like, and, like even with like even though I'm not like the biggest fan it's like I could see why Mastodon was there I could see why Gojira was there yeah. I, I could see why the same six bands keep on getting nominated <laughs> yeah that gets really fucking annoying but but you know 
Well, Metal Rock have never really been fully respecting like the Grammys. Oh, fuck no. No, they get the basic ass shit and put it out there. Yeah. It was like that one time Slayer got nominated. I don't think it was even for a good album. No. It was, it was like a pantless or some shit. Ew, I hate that album. Yeah. Honestly, I, I think the last album by Slayer that I was like okay with was God Hates Us All. That's a good album. No, I like the I like the one was the World Paint of Blood? World Paint of Red? That was the one before Repentless. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like that album. I didn't really listen to it. Yeah, I think it was a good album. Nothing beats Haunting the Chapel to me. That's my favorite. Haunting the Chapel's great. Uh uh South of Hell. South of Heaven? South of Heaven, Jesus Christ. <laughs> South of Hell. Jesus. It's been a long day. South of Heaven. Yeah. I mean, I always feel like Rain Blood is I mean, you know, that's a staple, but Yeah, it's a great album. But it's not my favorite. Uh, South of Heaven is probably my favorite. Skeletons one. of Society. Yeah, uh, that was a, real, a lot of good ones. Uh, Hell awaits. Oh yeah, Hell awaits is awesome. Yeah, early Slayer is fucking sweet, but um, yeah, they you know not repentless. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is there anything else watched? Um, yeah, Pinocchio though it's good. It's really good. Uh, I know Guillermo del Toro said this is, was a passion project for him. You know he co-directed it, but he, this is his baby. It's almost like it's almost like that, never, you know what makes me want to slap him though <laughs> is the fact that he said that Avatar Two was a staggering achievement in film, and I'm like that mouse fucking paid you off, you fat piece of shit, <laughs> and I just want to slap him. And then they were like, oh, the reviews are so good, and it's like, oh, it's blocked from public reviews. That's really weird. <laughs> And then it let the public reviews come in. It's like, wow, that shot down 48%. <laughs> like, let's see. Let's see. Because uh, this movie, Avatar 2, which, um, to be completely transparent, me and Blaze are not Avatar fans. No, I've, it's fucking overrated and stupid. I am perplexed. Um, I'm perplexed by the popularity of that movie. Um, I don't get it at all. I don't all. know how it's still the highest... Actually, I do, and it's a bunch of fuckery of why, um, but how it's still the top-grossing film of all time, and it's because of that was whenever 3D was at the height, and that was a movie that was really selling 3D, so they double-priced those tickets. Yep. That's when you're paying $20 per person to go to see it, and it was a spectacle, and also probably because James Cameron put a lot of money into it. <laughs> um, so this movie, because of how long it's taken, um, and because he was waiting for the... Here's the thing. We say how long it's taken... But they did start working on it right after no, the other one. Yeah, like, they yeah. waited and waited and waited. He was waiting for the graphics to catch up to what he wanted to do. Um, and it still sucks. <laughs> it, it had to hit 100. So, it, to make it, I think they made it for... Um, one billion. It needs to make, it needs to make like, four billion a break. It needs see, to I be the fourth highest grossing film in all history to break even. See, I don't think that's fully... It needs to make at least, but okay. So the budget, just to make it, was three fifty to four sixty million. Right. But to promote it, you have to double that. So it's about a billion. Yeah. So they're saying, oh, it needs to make three or four billion, which is really you probably make less than that to break even. Uh, but they just want to do that because of ego reasons. Yeah. Uh, this movie's made a hundred million dollars so far. <laughs> $180 million so far. That is funny. Uh, that is rich. It's got 78% Rotten Tomatoes. Um, 
Yeah, it's it's got million reviews. Listen, I, I'm not a big fan of that first movie. I think, sure, for the time, the graphics were definitely a, a big push forward. That was the only in, important part about but it. But that though. story is so fucking cliche. Like, I mean, it's just the white savior dances with wolves, Pocahontas story. It's bland as fuck. Yeah, and it, it's and it was around that time where they were trying to make Sam Worthington a leading man, and that guy has like no charisma <laughs> at yeah, all. It's, uh, they're trying to blue wash alien history. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I mean, in that ritual, I like Stephen Lang a lot. I like a lot of the people. I like Stephen Lang as the bad guy in it. Sigourney I mean, Weaver's yeah, in it. <laughs> there's very good people who aren't Sam Worthington. Yeah, Zoe Saldana's always be. good. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, whoopee indeed. Uh, fucking James Cameron is like, I want to make six of these. Like, Jesus, I hope not. But yeah, we're now we're in this place where it's like, do I really give a fuck about CGI? Because like we're getting ass fucked with superhero movies every month that are like cram filled with CG. Like, I don't give a fuck about computer no, graphics anymore. It's over. I it's... just don't give a flying fuck. If they made Avatar, here's here's the only way that I would be like, Avatar 2 is a, is a massive achievement. If they basically did what happened with Pinocchio, where it's like, we did all the practical effects. <laughs> oh, man, yeah, exactly. It'd be like, oh, shit, I gotta go see this. But it would be like, yeah, the story sucked, but it was impressive that they did that all with practical effects. Yeah. James Cameron, I hope you drown in the Mariana Tridge. <laughs> I know that you have a water fetish. <laughs> I know you have like underwater fetish. I know that's how you get off. You love going down your scuba. Uh your scuba Jesus Does Christ. Does it blow your mind that he is the first person to ever explore the trench? Kind of. Yeah, I hate that. Yeah. I really hate that. He, he, uh, like, know, thank God Bezos wasn't the first person in space or we'd never hear the <laughs> fucking end of it. In his cock ship. Yeah, and his penis, <laughs> penis rocket. Yeah, fucking uh, uh, James Cameron loves going down to the trench in his in his submarine and and jerking off. I know he gets off on it. You know he whacks it down wearing there. his trench coat. <laughs> yeah, his trench coat, <laughs> which is any coat when you're at the trench. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm not in a rush to watch Avatar. I'm not going. I'll wait till it comes on Disney Plus. Just to uh, definitely not give him any money. Yeah, the frame rate won't fucking catch up. <laughs> Jesus Christ, yeah. Yeah, there's a whole thing about the, the frame rate, how he does that stupid shit where it's like sped up super fast. It's supposed to be like smoother, but just like the human brain just like rejects it. Yeah, so it looks like it's shot on like shitty cameras. Like yeah. it's like, fuck that, man. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, yeah. It's like, yeah, scientifically, is that, like, f like supposed to be better? Yes. Can our brains register that? No. So what's the fucking point? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's cool. <laughs> fucking James Cameron, come on the show. Yeah. <laughs> well, thankfully, we have a long news segment because uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 3 is uh, pretty fucking slow. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Should we talk about our anniversary? Yeah, we had our anniversary this weekend. Uh, yep. Every year we have a anniversary. Hence why I'm here. Yeah, celebrating our friendship. Uh, this is the ninth year. Yep. Uh, we uh, always do something fun, something special because we're fucking adorable. Yeah, we're the best. We are, <laughs> we are super awesome. We are the champions, my friends. <laughs> we. 
But yeah, we just had our anniversary here in Savannah. We went, uh, did a bunch of Savannah shit. So we went to Greyface Museum and Records and Curiosities. We went to Terror Vision. Which is dope. And I went to Evernock Goth. We went to Two Ties Brewery. Can uh, we be your official podcast, Terror Vision? Yeah, yeah, maybe. Go on. He's like, no, you shit talk ghost. <laughs> oh, is he really into that? Oh, no, I don't know. Well, y- yeah, we might shit talk him, but we did it. Yeah. We ghost hunted this weekend. <laughs> yeah, we went ghost hunting? Because, yeah. Because uh, for anybody that's new or doesn't remember, Blaze is certified. Yeah, that's true. He got a certificate in about 30 minutes, so he is a <laughs> paranormal psychologist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did it on my lunch break. <laughs> yeah. He's a regular Peter Vankman. And... uh so we went and did that. Just wanted to run a hotel. Did, did we find anything? No. <laughs> do we have clips to play? We do. Okay, we'll play it. Where, where are we going to put them in? Oh, in the podcast? No, I'm just no. going to send you the videos you throw them on Instagram. Okay, I'll throw them on Instagram. Uh, the the videos of uh, <laughs> of our ghost hunting. And uh, we went to Marshall House, which is a yeah, hotel a, here. In, used uh, to hold people for yellow fever and stuff during the wars and such. Yeah. And a lot of people uh, uh, lived. <laughs> but uh, no, I, w- uh, I went inside a chimney. <laughs> we tried to get uh, in contact with the Santa Claus ghost. Yeah. And... Uh, <laughs> he was like, no, it's it's December, not September. That's September Santa Claus. Um, what else did we do? We went into like a, I guess a water pipe room or something. Yeah. Yeah, that was, uh, we, get, we got, uh, I think the only slightly interesting thing was when we held it up to a portrait of a boat and the voice box said steamboat. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's interesting. It's very educational because I didn't realize that's what it was. And then <laughs> like, I oh. called it a bitch and I lit the house on fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, we did that. And um, we went to a couple bars, went to Moon River. Where they you know what would be sick? <laughs> like if we put those on the Instagram and somebody finds something in it that we miss. Oh, maybe. Wouldn't that be cool? Be I cool. would love that. Yeah. <laughs> I would love that. I mean... If, if if you're listening to this, look through those videos. See if you hear something or see something <laughs> that we missed. Um, yeah. Yeah. Went to Moon River. Went to Moon River. They had your IPA back. Oh, I had that rosemary IPA back. What a <laughs> fucking beautiful thing that is. Yeah, it's very It is good. like my favorite fucking IPA. What ever. else we do? We, we did we did things and stuff. We did, yeah. We did stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but it was fun. Uh, uh, we go, went to the Greyface Museum for the first time. I'll say, if you come to Savannah, go to the Greyface Museum. It's very cool. A lot of cool serial killer shit in there. Oh, yeah. They have a little recreation of Ed Gein's house. Yeah. and uh, It's a little underwhelming if you have these like thoughts in your head of what Ed Gein did. Yeah, they're like, it's not as bad as you think. I mean, it's bad. It's bad. It's bad. But, I mean, it is not... Like comparable to like Gacy or something like that. I should have asked. Fuck. I should have asked when we were there since they have all this. Ed or Heideck or. Yeah. Since they have all the Ed Gein information. The freeway all that killer shit. or whatever. Yeah. Oh, definitely the freeway killer. Um, Kearney. Uh, yeah. Patrick Kearney. Yeah. Uh, 
I should have asked about the Ed Gein thing. Is that if um, so Zach Bagans? <laughs> yeah. Uh, or is it Baggins? How do you say his last name? Baggins. Because some people say Baggins also. Is it's it Baggins. Baggins. Okay. Uh, Zach Baggins. Like Frodo. Infamously has his, which I want to go to his haunted museum in Vegas. But uh, he infamously has the egg Gein pot that he that he allegedly cooked people in. Guess what? <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, is that, that actually happen? Th- yeah, I'm about to say, is that an actual thing? That's what I should have asked from like well but but he but didn't he grave Robin did he eat corpses? I don't I know. Think? I think they said that was not a thing. Like he didn't he used some of the skin and he would keep pieces in boxes and stuff like that. Yeah. But I didn't read through any of those reports that said and they actually have the reports from the case. Yeah. And I didn't see anything about him being cannibalizing anything. Next next time I see Ryan I'm gonna. We we should. We need to get Ryan on the podcast. You think he would? Yeah, I always see him at, at Great Face Museum. Can we be the like, official podcast? Or, yeah, I always see him at a at a. He's usually at Great Face Records. Um, is where I see him the most and stuff like that. But I run to him here and there. I think he'd be an awesome guest because clearly, I mean, he's a huge horror fan. Um, actually, that Shrunken Head Vincent Price. I got a the Vincent Price Shrunken Head Apple Kit. Um, that that was from his old collection as a kid. Um, he was just trying to get rid of some of his collection, so that that used to be his. Yeah. Um, got from Greyface uh, Records and Curiosities, but yeah, I think it'd be an awesome guest here, and we could probably ask him stuff like that as well. Um, may have him on the show once or twice. If yeah. I, if I, I know he's a busy guy, <laughs> with all the, I mean, pretty much he owns some of the coolest places here in Savannah because Greyface Records, Greyface Museum, Terravision, Never Not Goth. Lodge of Soros are all under the same flag and they and uh, Ben who works at TerraVision who may also be a fun guy to get on here uh, said they're building two other businesses so we'll see yeah he is very cool they got all the uh, cool stuff in Savannah but yeah Ryan would be cool to have on the show but yeah Great Face either Museum either of them yeah Great Face Museum is, is really cool um, we can throw up some of those pictures too like cult stuff yeah I'll throw yeah, up too. the videos I took of yeah you the, took videos in there yeah I didn't I don't know. Can I do that on Instagram now that yeah. I think about it? What, as long as there's nothing graphic in it. Well, there is. Yeah, you probably... I have, like, all the murder photos on oh, there. Oh, yeah, probably be fine. All that's going to happen is if we put on a story, they're going to put a... Uh, a uh, Content I, warning. Yeah, where you had to press... You had to be like, hey, no, show it to me anyways, and I'll show you the... Uh, all right. I, th- I think that as long as it's not nudity, it'll be fine. Okay. Um, if it's, like, gore and stuff, they, they usually just put content warning on there. Well, like I think Twitter. it's both. Yeah, it's like Twitter. <laughs> we can put whatever the fuck you want on there. But yeah, Grayface was was cool. Um, yeah, spooky, spooky Savannah. Yeah, it was fun. All Savannah spookiness. Then we came home and watched some bullshit movies. <laughs> I can't actually remember anything of Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, no, I can. Now I remember it. As soon as I said it, I was like, oh yeah, he has a little garden rake and he's obsessed with that porn star next door. And- yeah. She's not a porn star, Blaze. What is she? She's a scream queen. But she's not in any horror movies. Yes, she is. Oh, she is? I thought they were just saying they did like erotic. Yeah, they did like erotic thrillers, basically. That doesn't make you a scream queen. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we have uh, bought Santa Claus. Another another promoting. Ryan, you had to come to the show because we're promoting <laughs> Terravision. But uh, Terravision also has their own movie label. They put out horror vinyl. 
um, a lot of cool soundtracks. They're and range, uh, cassette tapes. Yeah, they range from different things and, and cassette tapes. Um, but they also have a uh, movie. Um, they also have a movie leg of the business where they put out basically they, they were affiliated with vinegar syndrome and then just a couple months ago they finally kind of just went off on their own but the first release that's being on their own the the newest release it's the seventh film they put out is that they put out a blu-ray of uh santa claus c-l-a-w-s and uh which is a b movie from the uh mid 90s that's rather boring. They talk about an episode, best of the worst. But I wanted to show support for the business and all that. And it comes a nice little package. It's got a nice little insert and stuff like that. Yeah. In it as well. And um, TerraVision also has a really cool video subscription club where you can join. and you'll If get you live next. in Savannah. I thought you could do it anywhere. No. Just, they'll ship it to you. Oh. Oh, like they'll give you. Really? I thought he said just Savannah. No. Oh shit! I'm gonna join that. No, it's uh, I think it's like 200 bucks, but you get 10 films. You get discounts. Do you pay per month or? I don't know if you do it. It's just you buy the package. But the two, you get t-shirt. They send you a t-shirt. They send you. Let me see. Why am I trying to remember? It's all right here. Uh, yeah, you get a discount off the regular retail price. A slipcover version of each release, guarantee. An exclusive t- uh, club T-shirt with the start of your subscription. A login to the TV Club wholesale page where you can buy other TV products for cheap, like cassettes, vinyl records, and other goodies. Uh, and you also get, you know, can join at any time and receive the next ten Terravision Blu-ray titles as they're released. So each time they release one, they'll ship it to you. So those are ten films. That's already over two hundred bucks just for the movies because right. this was twenty-six bucks. Um, and the next release is going to be Linnea Quigley's Killer Workout is the next Blu-ray release um, it never so first time that's been on Blu-ray yeah so it'll be good so I think it's worth it yeah so that that's cool um, but yeah we watched Santa Claus it's, uh, it's a little boring but <laughs> yeah we fell asleep <laughs> yeah pretty much trying not to but we did watch Silent Night Deadly Night Part 3 or just Silent Night Deadly Night 3 don't call it Part 3 and speaking of which, we might as well fucking get on with it. Because yeah. we're already at an hour. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, not an hour. We're at like 50 minutes. Yeah, but it's fine. It's we can't have time. like a two-hour podcast. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. That's time for the trailer. Fucking trailer time. Enter a world of dreams. Oh, Laura, tell me what you saw in your dream. I told you, Dr. Newberry. Santa Claus. A world of silence. Subject may be making contact. I don't want to see the future or the past. I just want to be normal. A world of madness. No one is normal. A world that can't be ignored. She likes it, loves it. She can't resist it. She wants to penetrate his mind, see what he sees. He was a little boy, and then something happened. Terrible. Because when the dream is over, I don't know what's going on here, but whatever it is, the nightmare begins. <laughs> the Yuletide terror returns. His brain was surgically reconstructed. You don't mind my saying, I'd have pulled his plug. Even his life was a value. With the saga that shocked a nation, <laughs> Robert Culp. 
Silent Night, Deadly Night, Part 3. Better watch out. Supported by full trade and consumer advertising. P.O.P. includes a full-size poster. All right, so Silent Night, Deadly Night 3. Better watch out. Direct-to-video, 1989. It's amazing this was direct-to-video. <laughs> it's amazing it's directed by Monty Hellman. Uh, Monty Hellman is actually a very good director. And this is his favorite movie that he's made. He thinks this is his best directed film, but doesn't think it's his best movie. But he thinks that how he shot and all that was the best one. Really? Yeah. He said that at a, uh, a Q&A in 2008. Um, Monty Hellman just died last year. He was uh, a really important part of the independent film scene he made. He, one of the best independent movies of all time called Tulane Blacktop. Um, you can find a Criterion, put a really nice Blu-ray of it. Uh, the stars James Taylor and uh, Dennis Wilson from uh, The Beach Boys. Um, he also did some psychological uh, thriller westerns, one called uh, Ride the Whirlwind that stars Cameron Mitchell and Jack Nicholson, another one called uh, The Shooting, I think which also stars Jack Nicholson. Also, Warren Oates is in both of them as well. Uh, Warren Oates, one of the greatest character actors of all time. But yeah, Monty Alma was also known because he uh, he was the executive producer of Reservoir Dogs. He's one of the guys that gave Quentin Tarantino his big break. He was really interested in Quentin Tarantino, um, like caring about his work and all that stuff and kind of helped get that spread out and put on the independent circuit on that so he was very instrumental in launching Quentin Tarantino's career um, this is a movie he made which that, also uh, helped launch the creation of Christmas Horror Story because it was inspired by Pulp Fiction who who knew like who would think wow who would what, think to base a movie on Pulp Fiction what an obscure movie yeah I, what obscure movie to be influenced by this guy must Pulp just watch legions of underrated films wow after they made a possession film uh, influenced by The Exorcist. The what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just obscure films from the directors of Christmas Horror Story. Like, what, Pulp Fiction? What is that? Some type of an indie film? Like, I want this artsy bullshit. <laughs> I'll take Fast and the Furious 7, please. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah. But Monty Hellman directed this movie. <laughs> We talked about Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 1 and 2, mainly 2, last year. Um, but we, you can't talk about 2 without talking about 1. And this movie takes place... How long after the, the second one? Seven years. Seven years. Six years. Six years. Six years. It's, six, it's six years. Yeah, because yeah. the doctor says six years. Yeah, six years. And, uh, yeah, that's kind of all the background I have on it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so you yeah. want me to start? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> okay. What's her name again? Laura. Oh yeah, yeah. I've been quoting it all day. Um, so we have our main protagonist, Laura. She's in this uh, white building, and she's walking around, and she's just going through all these doors, and then eventually she sees. Santa Claus running down the hall and goes, hee, hee, hee. What is that? Oh, nothing. Just still the information. To oh, play. I thought you yeah. were trying to show me something. No. Uh -uh. And um, 
So Santa Claus is leading her down a way, and she follows, goes over to him, and uh, on her way, she sees a man whose brain is exposed inside of a fish tank <laughs> yeah. like, for some reason. Yeah. And he just goes, Laura. Played by Bill Mosley. Played by Bill Mosley. So another another um, part of his head exposed character that Bill Mosley played yeah, was Chop Top. Not <laughs> nearly as good as Chop Top. No, no not at all. Um, and and it's not that he's he's bad in it. It's just it's boring. It's boring part. He does have a lot to do in it. No, he really doesn't. Um. So she screams and runs away, and then she sees Santa again. She runs over to Santa, and he's like, what do you want? And she just starts naming all this shit like a selfish bitch. And... <laughs> and it's all like kid stuff also. It's like yeah, Barbie doll, I bicycle. I want ballet shoes and the Barbie doll. Yeah. And... Then Santa's like, well, you'll get this. And he pulls out a knife and she screams. <laughs> and then she wakes up screaming and the doctor comes up. He's like, Laura, Laura, it's okay. It's all right, Laura. And then the nurse comes over and is like, She's, she, you're awake now. You're awake now. You're like, oh, wow, it's a different dream sequence. <laughs> oh, wow, who could have saw that coming? And... You see in bed the guy who uh, was played by Bill Mosley, who you find out in this scene is actually Ricky, who <laughs> yep. somehow fucking survived being shot a billion times. Yep. And yep. Uh, is the, in a coma. Yep. And the doctor brain exposed. And the doctor's played by George Bamer. Uh, who played Tony in the original West Side Story, but he also played uh, Ben Horn in Twin Peaks. Um, maybe which won't be the only Lynch connection we'll talk about here. But um, yeah, so um, they wake her up and she's got all these nodes attached to her head, and we slowly start kind of understanding the process that the doctor's bringing up here, and he starts asking her like, "What'd you see in the dream? What'd you see in the dream? Like, what happened?" And for, for no really explainable reason, she just kind of lies about it. Yeah. Like, no real reason. Oh, also, you figure out that uh, he's like, what what happened in the dream? She's like, I could see. I could see in my dream. And you're like, oh, she's blind. Yeah. Okay. So, Laura's blind. Yeah. There you go. And um, he's like, I think she may have made contact. And you're like, oh, okay. So apparently she dreams and they try and connect Ricky and Laura's heads by these nodes. And they believe they can speak to Ricky through these thoughts. And for some reason, the doctor thinks this is how he's going to stop serial killers. Which is never explained how he thinks that's going to stop serial killers. No. And I mean, he didn't even stop this serial killer. No, no, he did not. <laughs> um, Spoilers. <laughs> so they start, uh, Laura's going out, and he's like, it's, it's time for you to get some rest. And they were like, uh, uh, oh, you got any holiday plans or anything special? She's like, I'm going to Pyru. You're going to Peru? No. Ha, ha, ha. Pyru. 
<laughs> she is such a good actress. She's right. like, I can't wait to see the locations. It's like, sorry to break it to you. Yeah. <laughs> so, and you think that would come back later in the film that the doctor messed that up. Like they would be looking for her and they would be like, oh God, I can't remember where she went. Peru. And somebody would be like, Peru, you mean Pyru? And it would be like, oh, thank goodness he remembered. He's stupid. And... <laughs> It's like, nope, that doesn't happen at all. That never comes back up. He completely forgets. They randomly find it. Um, so Laura is uh, about to leave, and she's like, Doctor, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. He's like, Laura, I fucking told you. I told you you had to be brave to do this. She's like, all right, well, we'll talk more about it later. And then the nurse just kind of kicks her out the door. <laughs> She's blind. And it's like, okay, you're not going to help her do her car. And she's like, nah. <laughs> nah, that's fine. Her brother's picking her up. And Yeah, uh, she's like a real fucking bitch to her also. Yeah. She's like, that that, that nurse No, is... no, no, not that nurse. They're, they're... Oh, oh, the, oh, sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The other one just kind of got Who's her. pointing here? <laughs> <laughs> the, the, uh, I'm just pointing out that one of them is a bitch. Yeah, one um, of the nurses. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. The, the nurse, like his his personal nurse is just like, yeah, just, just get out of here. <laughs> just opens the door, just like, bye. Bye. <laughs> and she's like, do you think she'll really do it? And he goes into this weird monologue of like, she needs this. She loves it. She'll be back. She needs to know. She's gone too far now. Yeah. And it's like, she's literally just having dreams about Santa and that dude killing her. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, she's gone too far. She's so curious. It, it's like, well, she literally just said she doesn't really want to do it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, and he's like, yeah, that's fucking bullshit. I'm a doctor. I know. <laughs> yeah, but um, I'm trying to make a lot of money by stopping crimes. <laughs> It's, it's like the worst setup. It's like the worst setup for like an NBC show. I'm pretty sure like half a dozen like NBC, ABC type like oh, prime yeah, time for shows. Sure. Like, oh, he could see he could see a crime before it starts. <laughs> Stop it, fucking Minority Report ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so she goes out and she goes up to the desk. Everyone's like, yeah, she's definitely blind. She's been hitting us in the shins with this cane the whole time. <laughs> she keeps her running walls. We don't help her because yeah. uh, we want her, you know, you got to pull yourself up from your uh, your boot strings. You got to <laughs> fucking learn. <laughs> so she goes up to the desk and she asks, like, the most basic, easy question you could ever she's ask like, somebody I'm blind. that would help you. She's like, hey, I'm blind. My brother drives a red Jeep. Could you let me know when a red Jeep shows up? <laughs> I'm busy, ma'am. It's like, what the fuck? Like, you fucking bitch. Yeah. Like, she's blind. And then the couple next to her, like, helps her sit down and shit like that. And then she falls asleep and she goes to complain at the nurse. And she finds out that the nurse's throat has been slit open and she's screaming and there's blood everywhere. And then her brother wakes her up. Yeah. And. And her brother's played by uh, uh, Duray, uh, Eric Eric Duray, who plays yeah. Leo in Twin Peaks. You gotta start seeing a pattern here very soon. <laughs> yeah, and um, where was I? Yeah, they go to leave, and yeah, they go to there. leave, and now he's like, "Hey, my new girlfriend's coming. Well, is that, that okay?" That, She's be like, "Before the, that, the nurse is like, Merry Christmas." Oh the, yeah, Merry the, Christmas. The Lord's she like, said, not, not for you. For you. <laughs> and I was like, Jesus. 
and uh yeah she was right (laughs) yeah um so now we have a santa claus and i don't know if you all watched as many christmas horror movies as me and rocky right but there has not been one where santa is not a deranged killer or a fucking drunkard (laughs) right yeah so He's going out of this kid's room. He's like, remember to take your medicine, Billy. Ho, ho, ho. Yeah. And then he walks in to fucking Ricky's room, mm-hmm. dressed as Santa, and for no reason starts shit-talking Ricky. Mm-hmm. And is like, you want some uh, some liquor? Oh, right. Vegetables don't drink. <laughs> and then Ricky hears ho, ho, ho. And that's all it took Trigger. to snap him from that coma. And he gets up with his little fishbowl of brain blood <laughs> going around on his head. And he's like, no, please don't kill me. And then uh, next thing we see is that the police are at the hospital. They're looking at the body of a dead Santa. And that nurse's throat is actually slit. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So now we go to where uh, the brother is now picking up his girlfriend. Yeah. And the girlfriend comes out and she's like, oh, I'm really excited to meet you. Jerry, I think her name is. Jerry. And she's played by Laura Haring or Haring. Who's in Twin Peaks. No, she's in Mulholland Drive. Oh. So, here's the thing. <laughs> I think David Lynch may be a fan of this movie. <laughs> this came in 1989 before Twin Peaks came out. These two actors are in this are in Twin Peaks. One actor that years later was in Mulholland Drive. And this has also a main character in this movie named Laura. Like Laura Palmer in right. Twin Peaks. And there's also like a dream, a dreaminess to some of the movie. There's like dream logic, which of course is a calling card of David Lynch. I want to know if David Lynch is a fan of Silent Night, Deadly Night 3. Because there's a lot of like crossover with his films and TV show. Yeah. <clears throat> yes, there is. Yeah. So. But, um, yeah. So, Jerry comes out to meet Laura. And he was like, she's like, oh, it's so nice to meet you. I'm really, my brother says you give good head. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's like are you just bitter because you're blind or because you just actually like this do you want to fuck your brother (laughs) now I don't know if she wants to fuck her brother but because Jerry looks just like Laura when we first see Jerry me and Blaze are both sitting here going is that is that Laura or is that his girlfriend coming out with more makeup on oh my god like and you're like that's a little weird but I guess uh you know, there is the, the argument that um, biologically your brain will make your, uh, typically, will make your relatives unattractive to you in yeah. a sexual manner. Yeah. So maybe he's, like, not sexually attracted to his sister, but his girlfriend happens to look like that. Right. Or he wants to bone his sister. <laughs> you ever get weirded out whenever you see a couple where they look like they could be siblings? Not really. Like, I feel like you're living... Because I feel like sometimes me and Paige get that way when we're both wearing, like, pajamas and we both have our hair down and shit. Well, no, but I mean, like, physically, like, in the... Like, they literally look like they're siblings. Oh. 
Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, they, 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 I kind of know what you mean. They, they either look like siblings or they look like really similar to each other. Right. Like, struck, like face structure-wise and <laughs> things like that. Like, where they literally look like so similar that it looks like they could be related. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> um, You keep throwing me off, you son of a bitch. Oh, there's so much to remember in this movie. But. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so they start driving. They're going to their the Christmas stuff gets reduced. Yeah, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so they're they're going to their sweet sweet grandmamas, who we yeah. learn is also clairvoyant. Ooh, yeah. Who the fuck knew? And she's clairvoyant after death. You'll find out later. Um, she's a Christmas spirit. She, well, she's about to be. <laughs> um, so they start driving out that way. And Bill Mosley, for some reason, uh, the mental connection is still just there so he can hear just random thoughts of Laura. Right. And, of course, he hears where she's going. And there's here's the other part. They give him no reason to want to follow her, really. I guess it's supposed to be the psychic link. That's it. That, but that's it. There's no other, like, he doesn't, like, love her or he doesn't, like have an interest in her or he's mad at her yeah it's just like oh you know this uh i can kind of hear this person so i might as well go kill him <laughs> yeah it feels like there there should be a little bit more explanation yeah like, they're really like as as thin as the reasoning is in the original silent night deadly night and part two why billy and ricky do what they do which is the same reason right <laughs> yeah pretty much um it's still like, okay, at least that's a reason that makes sense. Okay, so uh, a guy dressed like Santa rapes and murders, like, their His parents. Parent. Yeah, and that's why. Which is a good trigger. <laughs> yeah, which, and I mean, it's a cliche trigger because either that or. Well, it's that and the fact that they're both put in a, a Catholic orphanage and were abused by nuns. Nuns, yeah, yeah. So it's like, Join you got the, the abuse, you got the, yeah. <laughs> like, nuns being abusive? Like, there's a story where my, uh. My dad went to Catholic school when he was little, and uh, a nun was going to punish him. Punish! Punish! Uh, you know, by by spanking him. And he's like, you're not fucking spanking me. <laughs> he didn't say fuck him. was like, no. And stuff. And uh, he's like, what? He's like, yeah, you're, you aren't going to you're gonna spank me. I'm going to beat you up. And, <laughs> and, uh, you're an old lady. He's like, like, well, we're going to call your mom. And like, my grandma went up there. And she's like, you aren't touching my kid. Like, I'll beat him. <laughs> but you aren't spanking my fucking kid. <laughs> and uh, she did. Like, she took him home and, like, punished him herself. Like, yeah, you aren't you aren't paddling my my kid. <laughs> yeah, but Catholics are known known to do that. Um, but, Catholics yeah. are known to abuse children? Yeah, what? Know, right? like... Weird. Um, but, yeah, he... Uh, 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 at least there's a reason. It, as cliche as it is, like, oh, uh, somebody dressed like a Santa gave me trauma, whether it's they killed somebody I knew, and now I'm a killer because of right. trauma, or normally, oh, somebody dressed like Santa, most of the time their father or a family friend, I walked in on them fucking my mom. Yeah. <laughs> it has been used so many times. Yes. Yes, it has. <laughs> somebody dressed like Santa fucked my mom, and now I'm killing people. <laughs> it's like... Most Christmas horror movies, ninety percent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's, and then they they finally 
they never figure out that it was their dad. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, Santa's real and he's a monster. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's like, well, Santa's not real. It's like, yes, he is. Like, okay. I think this is deeper than just Santa was fucking your mom. <laughs> I think you want to fuck. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So that's just kind of the thing that's really annoying about this movie because it's still Ricky. So you think the Christmas stuff would still be the biggest thing, but it's not anymore. No. Like, it doesn't matter. Now he's just walking around killing people with his little fishbowl brain. Yeah, he doesn't even dress up as Santa at all. No, he doesn't yeah. even dress. It's stupid. Yeah. Um, so, Ricky obviously killed people and walked out of the hospital, and he heard the thoughts of Laura. So, he starts hitchhiking to go to Piru or whatever, wherever mm-hmm. this place is. Which feels like it's not that far away. Yeah, it's, it's like probably like an hour and five minutes, yeah. so maybe. And... Uh, so he hitchhikes there, and some guy's like, Yeah, I'll pick up, Brain Bowl guy. Like, no problem. Get in the car, Brain Bowl guy. Hey, you know, can you believe my wife? It makes me wear this Christmas sweater. And he's like, oh, A Christmas sweater. And next scene is that dude dead with the Christmas sweater over him <laughs> right. and Bill Mosley driving off. And, or Ricky driving off. And the doctor finds out about all this mess and him and the, I guess, sheriff. So. Detective. A little connected tissue. We have somebody else uh, at the Hall of Fame here. At, uh, um, I had to double check right there. I'm like, oh, wait, that's right. Because it just dawned on me. Uh, a little bit of connected tissue. Another Christmas movie we talked about last year. Um, so. Santa's sleigh. Yeah. Yep. Fucking uh, the sheriff is played by Robert Culp from I Spy. He was uh, Grandpa Yolson. And mm-hmm. Santa Sleigh, which we talked about last year, that Oof. treasure of a movie. It's yeah, this isn't as bad as that one. No, um, <laughs> it scares the dickens out of me. Yeah, but <laughs> but Robert Culp is in this movie as the the sheriff or detective in the area, and they're like, oh well, I guess we'll well, I guess we'll go find your escaped mental patient. He doesn't feel very uh no he's not like worried about it too concerned like, yeah. he's like listen i got a gun we'll just find him we'll just fucking shoot he's him. like i've been doing this for science and he woke up but i'm science 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 and he's like well i think that your science and your mind overshadows innocent people he's like nobody's innocent science <laughs> and he really has like no actual argument he's, <laughs> he's, there's no actual argument from either side they're just both like spouting repetitive things back and forth right. their job it's their job repetitiveness is their job yeah <laughs> um so they hop in the car and they're going he's like you don't have any idea where she's going and then in my head i'm going oh, oh the peru he's gonna say peru and he's gonna be oh you mean pyru yeah that's the joke I, that's where i'm from blah 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 and he's like no no idea it's like fuck like what was the point of that stupid line was it supposed to be funny listen we're gonna solve this mystery so i can write my book yeah it's it's fucking stupid but (laughs) so they keep driving uh and next thing we know is that uh we see this guy at a gas station he's pumping some car up and now he goes back to the phone he's like Hey, Miss Lady, 
can you i want you to i really like it when uh excuse me can you like uh, you know what would be could you talk dirty to me like over the phone while i'm working at the gas station which what movie, and she's what, what like she i love talking dirty to you <laughs> well first of all what's he watching oh the terror and uh monty hellman was uncredited director on the terror that's why they're just watching it yep so uh, Terror is actually a good movie. Boris Karloff, Jack Nicholson, young Jack Nicholson, one of his first movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's dirty talking on the phone. Yeah, he's not. He's but a, she is. Well, they they don't really. Like, no, but she's trying to initiate it. She's going to, and he's like, "I love dirty talking, baby." <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you see that car that Bill Mosley stole pull up. And the guy's like, hey, I'll be right back. And wobble-wobble-loo, he puts on a fucking Santa hat, runs out there to go pump his guy. Hey, mister, how can I help you? Ah! <laughs> and next thing we know is that guy's throat is slit. But now, and here's the other thing. I don't get how he got there before them. Because uh, then, the, 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 then they stop at the gas station. Yeah. So they stop at the gas station... And uh, uh, call their gram gram ma'am ma'am, and she's like, "Oh, I have food. Like I have so much food. You guys are gonna be so fucking stuffed. Oh my fuck! Like I got like thirty eight roasts ready. You're gonna have to eat all of them because you're all growing children. All growing children need thirty eight roasts. Trust me." I'm clairvoyant. I know you need all these roasts. You need all of them. Um, and they're like, uh, 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 the sweet grandma. <laughs> and he's, she's like, uh, don't. It was some, she brought up Laura for some reason and then said, don't bother Laura about it. I'll make her 42 roasts. <laughs> It'll help with her eyesight. Yeah, maybe these roasts are like, there's actually nickel in those, so she's blinder. Um, so... They're like, okay, Grandma, Mama, Mama, Ma'am, uh, whoa, uh, Black Grammy, Mama, Lamb. <laughs> uh, yeah, what was I say? Yeah, so she gets. They hang up the phone. They're back in the car. They literally just stopped at a gas station on a forty-five minute drive to call and tell them that they were like almost there. Yeah. So Graham Graham gets a knock on the door. And here is Ricky, and he's wearing a little beady, badly hiding his brain bowl. That's why I thought it'd have been a great little shot of him trying to put the Santa hat on. It doesn't fit around the bowl, and just like here's like slipping off. And I thought it'd yeah. be a nice little visual thing. Where it's like ah, a little dark. There humor. were so like, many missed opportunities. Yeah. Um, so he goes in there, and she's like, "Oh, you poor thing. You need seventy-eight roasts right now." So she sits him down, she starts making him food, and she's like, you eat, you don't need it. And he looks at her like he's trying to say something. She's like, you don't need to thank me. I'm clairvoyant. And I know in your your mind's eye you said thank you. <laughs> and he's like, Because he was about to happen next? <laughs> yeah, and then she goes to give him a Christmas present, and that triggers him. <laughs> and then, after that scene... They arrive at their grandma's house. Yeah. They go in. They can't find grandma. 
And she's like, I'm really worried. Grandma didn't meet us at the porch. She always meets us at the porch. And I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. I would be worried too. And I, I'd be a dick like like if I was her brother, if I was Chris. I'd be like, oh, no, she's standing right there. You don't see her? <laughs> yeah, she's right just there. really quiet. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, oh, really? It's like, no, you idiot. <laughs> you fucking blind bitch. Like, um, and the tripper. <laughs> Run <yeah>. inside. <laughs> I'm eating all your roasts. Like, <laughs> Dibs. Uh, no, leave me thirty, <laughs> please. Um, I'll meet you all the Christmas goose, all the Christmas geese, all the bleese, the gaggle uh, of Christmas geese, <laughs> eating them all. All right, so where the fuck was I? They run outside the house. Yeah, so they prance. They like, prance oh, into the house. We should we should look around for her. maybe she's at the Oatses, which is apparently their neighbors. Um, and then the next scene is for some reason the uh, brother and his girlfriend getting in a bathtub together. And he has weird chest hair. It's the weirdest fucking chest and hair. And trust me, I'm, I'm a hairy guy with a lot of hair. And uh, his chest hair is fucking looks so. His shag rug looks literally like a shag it rug. It looks like Austin Powers. Yeah. Like, it's, it's so that. strange. Um, so they do that, and then uh, fucking Laura's just sitting on a chair staring at a TV for some reason because she can't, whatever. But <laughs> and uh, that's a lot of this movie, right? So she's mad <laughs> that, and they're like, "Hey, we we just took a bath together. We put our stuff in each other, and we're gonna go look for grandma." She's like, okay, I'll stay nothing, here. Nothing like fucking at grandma's house. Yeah, nothing like fucking at grandma's house. <laughs> nothing pretty like fish. fucking your new girlfriend at grandma's house. <laughs> Woo, boy. Thanks for all these roast grandmas. <laughs> I am starving from all that fucking. <laughs> and she's like, oh, you're a growing boy. <laughs> and I am talking about your penis. Yeah, you're growing right now. Get back in that bathtub. <laughs> um... Your chest hair still isn't dry. So they start going out and looking for her, and they're knocking on doors, and they're not finding anyone or anything. And they come back in, and Bill Bosley busts through the door after they return. Literally. Literally busts through the door. Literally just goes... (laughs) And I think the brother took a knife and stabbed it through his arm yeah and they ran away and they put like a shelf in front of the door no they which, put a piano from the a door. piano in front of the yeah. door and it didn't stop him but uh because it's on fucking wills <laughs> yeah that's true and so after that he gets in uh the brother and him have a very short fight scene Throws the brother on the ground, starts stabbing him. As as one does. As one does, and he's like, run! Run! <laughs> this really hurts. Hurry. <laughs> and uh, so they start running, and uh, for, they, they get out of the way, and then Jerry's like, wait, I need to check on something. I'm going to go check on something. You hide or whatever and she's like I don't know where am I hiding right now and it's like no you're in the middle of the hallway <laughs> it's like can you hide me like uh, it's fine just throw a blanket over me they won't see a thing neither why <laughs> but uh, if I can't see them they can't see so me. she goes off to do something which I can't remember she was like looking for car keys or something like that 
something like that. And uh, Laura goes down to the base. Or no, not yet. She doesn't go to the basement yet. She goes into this other room trying to find a way. Jerry's dead. Jerry's dead on the bed. Yeah. And then she runs down to the basement. Yeah. Um, and um, once in the basement, uh, she turns off the lights and she's like, now we're even. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, 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 there's still a lot of light in that room. Well, somewhere in this also, uh, the doctor, Dr. Newberry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Steals, that's right. That happened steals first. Robert Culp's car. <laughs> yeah. He steals the car. He goes, and he's like, Ricky. He finds them. He's like, Ricky, Ricky, like, relax, guy. <laughs> relax. It's me, shitty Dr. Loomis. <laughs> yeah. And uh, then he's like, let's go back. And he just immediately stabs him and he walks off. <laughs> yeah. That's the end of that. Um, so they're in the basement. And now they're even because she turned off <laughs> one, one light, light bulb. <laughs> Even though the light from upstairs is still lighting the whole room. <laughs> and, uh, she, uh, so she's like throwing stuff at him and hiding. And then for some reason, I was getting it mixed up with the Wicked World scene in the garage. <laughs> and, uh, um, where was I? Yeah. And, uh, Somehow the brother is there and it's like, hey, and he turns around and he shoots him with a shotgun, which apparently does fucking nothing because he gets up and immediately kills the brother again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he's really good at getting killed. Really good at getting killed. And, you know, at the end, I'm trying to figure out, like, are they saying the brother or Ricky? <laughs> like, in that hospital scene, but. Right. So. Uh, he starts walking towards Laura, who has now put up a spiky piece of wood, and he slowly just kind of falls onto it. He's like, ah! What was he trying to accomplish? I don't know. I have no idea. What it was, was like was he, he was slowly about to like help her up. or Help her up or hug her or something, but he impels his... Like, okay, so it's... Uh, wasn't like a pole... A it was board, a broken broomstick. But he, he broke it over his leg, yeah. right? Yeah. So she just picked it up and just kind of puts it up at an angle. You felt that go, like, hit your stomach. You'd be able to be like, fuck, and, like, go back. No, it goes all the way through him. He's like, oh. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> like, yeah. And, that's, and, and then the cops find uh, the doctor dead and... and not, He's not dead. He's alive. And also his intestines are hanging out. Yeah, which he stabbed him with like a pocket knife. Yeah. uh, Which he says something to Robert Culp. I can't remember. Yeah. And then he dies. dies. It wasn't important. And he's like, it's not Peru. It is Pyro. (laughs) It's Pyro. And uh, he's like, Peru is in South America. And uh, And the Robo Cop's like, you finally get it. You finally understand. Just like Blaze learning that Mexico is still part of the America. (laughs) But is the home of spaghetti. Yeah, it is the home of spaghetti. Um, So, yeah. And then he's like, are you all right? And she's like, 
Yeah. And then the detective starts about to drive off with her. And she just looks out the window and she goes, Merry Christmas. (laughs) And then it just shows like Bill Mosley in like a ghost sequence wearing a tuxedo. It's like, and a happy new year. And it's like, what? And then like outside the ambulance, they have somebody's body. It's either the brother, I would think, or it's either Ricky. They're like, hey, maybe if we hurry, we could save this guy. It's like the guy that just killed everyone in there. Like, Silent Night, Deadly Night Three. That's that's the movie. It really is kind of mind-boggling when you talk about it out loud. Silent Night, Deadly Night Part Two is my favorite one. Mine too, because it's pretty much all the good parts of one, and then the added line of garbage day. And, and the added stupidity of Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2. Yeah. It's so dumb, but it's so entertaining. Like, I mean, you literally, like, literally all the action happened, like, all the two parts happen in one room. The last 15 minutes of Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2, where we finally goes on a killing spree, is awesome. Yep. <laughs> Silent Night, Deadly Night 3 is not awesome. Even though Monty Hellman thought it was, he was wrong. Yep. Fuck you, Monty Hellman. No. <laughs> Burning hell, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, he 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 was a fan of it. That's fine. I, I still wonder if David Lynch was influenced by this movie in some way or is a fan of this movie. Had to be. Uh, at least like the cast. Yep. Would you recommend it? No. <laughs> to be honest. Like, unless you're like, I want to see Bill Mosley in a Christmas movie. That's about the only reason to watch it. Yeah, just watch it for Bill Mosley. He's there. He's kind of wandering around, not yeah. doing much. I don't say check it out either. All right. Yeah. All right. So I guess that brings us to another, well, multiple curations of Blaze's oh, Cabinet. Yeah. Video Game Curiosities Holiday Edition. All right. Okay. Are All we right. ready? So, which one do you want to talk about first? We got we got uh, two of them. We got two wonderful curations. Yeah. Uh, okay. I think we we'll start with the shortest one. Yeah, first. start with the short one first. <laughs> and how about uh, you do this one? I'll do the next one. <laughs> okay. Because you found these. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> what? Ah, uh, damn! I, I need. I should have pulled up the information. Um. What's the name of it? What? Thirstiest time of the year. It's, it's just called Thirstiest Time yeah. of the Year. Uh, so <laughs> we we were looking up a couple Christmas games. And uh, thank, thanks to Blade Discussing, they put up a list of uh, 10 more uh, holiday horror video games to fill you with Festive Fear written by Mike Wilson on Blade Discussing. So you can pull up these 10 games. And they aren't new games. Um, these are just 10 games that come out throughout. Um, and we just chose a couple off the list to play. Yep. And uh, one of them was <laughs> a game called Thirstiest Time of the Year made by Thundercloud. Yep. Uh, is it Thundercloud Productions or just Thundercloud Just Thundercloud. Just Thundercloud? Okay. I, well, I think it's just one person who made this. So. Okay. Um, and what Thirstiest Time of the Year is, uh, do you remember a few years ago when they had this <laughs> claymation LeBron James uh, commercials for uh, cranberry, cranberry sprite. sprite with um, 
uh, Big Baby Dram doing the music. Um, <laughs> well, they made a horror game about that whenever you're alone at the house. And uh, you walk into the living room. And Getting ready for a nice, quiet holiday. Yeah, the Grinch is playing on the TV, and you hear a knock on your door, knock on the front door, and you go up there, and oh my God, it's the Christmas spirit. Uh, uh, his name isn't LeBron James, but is it like LeBron James? Yeah, it's like LeBron James. It's spelled like a Lovecraftian <laughs> um, uh, deity. And he says the most spine chilling thing at the door. He says, you want a, you want a cranberry Sprite? And he busts through the door and sucks He just punches through the door and chases you around. And he had to get cans of Fanta to <laughs> throw at him. To throw at him. And uh, uh, apparently distracts him. And you have to run away from him before he punches you and kills you. Yeah, he just punches you. And they just said, you want to Sprite cranberry again? Yeah. And whenever, whenever you die, you just hear the big baby dram. Like, it's the most wonderful thirstiest time of the year. And it says, you want to play again? And you can choose another one. <laughs> or uh, the other option was like, nah, nah. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah we, we played it for a little bit. Apparently, it's a pretty small file. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was we like 659 megabytes or something. Yeah, we didn't beat it um, because the controls were a little wonky on it, on the keyboard Yeah, and at I least. forgot my fucking mouse. But... So we probably beat it if it had the mouse but yeah it's just we were fucking laughing our asses off lebron that. james chasing you around the house you want a sprite cranberry just trying <laughs> to give you a sprite cranberry which uh blaze is a big fan of i do love i used to love those i wish they had them this year you need to uh hate mail lebron james until they bring it back it's like it's not it's not up to me it's like lebron you know what i, <laughs> I, I i'm tired of your shit i bet i bet space jam 2 a new legacy I wasn't got- your idea either even though you were the producer on it but guess what <laughs> i have footage of you breaking into my house <laughs> <laughs> i'll release it to the public if you don't put it He's back like, that literally does not look like me <laughs> and then i play the sound do i scrape cranberry and he's like oh my god <laughs> is this your voice or not mr james it's like damn it he's got me Got me. All right. I'll give you the secret recipe. This looks... <laughs> Listen, this footage looks worse than your uh, basketball season this year. <laughs> yep. Because the Lakers did not do well. But, uh, yeah. Well, he's it's, retired already. Yeah. But, yeah, the Lakers still look fucking terrible this season. Oh, well. Uh, yeah, I thought he played this season, didn't he? Wasn't this last season? I don't think so. Oh, I thought he did. Anyways, basketball. That's the thing that people do. <laughs> We love sports. Yep. That's the one with the bat, right? I don't know. I think it's a boomerang. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, check that one out. <laughs> it's a free download if you can find it. Was it kind of hard to find the download, though? No, you just have to type thirstiest time of the year game oh, in the Google. It's not on Steam. You have to download it straight from his site, but it is free. But you also have to download a zip file. Uh, on, uh, to combine the RAR folder and you know RAR just like uh, the X anime RAR kids would X, say, like, <laughs> just like the anime kids would say in, in, in RAR school. RAR means I love you in dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, it's like, geez, fuck. Flips come over. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> but yeah, but we play another game as well. Yeah, uh, this one is uh, kind of hits close to home. <laughs> it's called uh, Tattletale. 
It is by uh, Waygetter Electronics, developed by and published by Little Flag Software. Um, so we have a little toy uh, called Tattletail, which is very similar to another special little toy that came out in the 90s uh, that goes hee-hee-hee, hee-hee. Yeah. Yep. Um, so you're a little It's a Furby. Kid. It's a Furby, yeah. <laughs> so you're a little kid, you wake up, and it's like, hey, why don't you go sneak downstairs and find your presents? Yeah. So you sneak downstairs, you find your toy, you open it up, and lo and behold, it's the tattletale you always wanted. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> now the tattletale uh, relentlessly needs things over and over, so it's... Or it keeps uh, notifying what you later find to be the mama tattletale, <laughs> uh, who can kill you. Uh, so you need to keep its battery going. You need to feed it constantly. You need to fucking brush its hair, and like it will not stop until you do those things. And even when you do those things, it still won't shut the fuck up. I need a treat. I need a treat. Which apparently you can feed it human food. You can feed it like yeah, you can food. feed it human food for some reason, but it still needs. Which you would imagine feeding it would mean batteries, but whatever. No, it has a charging station for that. Barush but it also needs food. Me. Yeah, Barush me. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you go through, you you unwrap him. He asks for some food. You give him some food. You wrap it back up so you don't get in trouble. You go back to bed. You wake up. You start hearing a weird grinding noise coming around. And you go downstairs again because you hear it coming from there. And now in the corner, there's a trail of eggs. Well, no, the day before. No, that's the next day. Oh, no, no, no. This is the washing machine. Yeah, the yeah one, you just hear it thumping around. Yeah, you find the washing machine. You turn it off and you go back. Yeah. Um, Which somehow that little thing got out of its packaging turned on. Yeah. And, and you got to feed them or brush them or some shit. Yeah, you have back. to brush them, I think. You wrap them up. And then you wrap them back up. Also, the worst mother. Your mother's asleep in her bedroom. Yeah, and you, you can knock, knock on, on the door. that a billion times. And it's nothing like, happens. Mm, mm. And this thing is being loud as fuck. Just bah, 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 not waking her up. At one point, uh, the, the phone will randomly ring. Doesn't wake her up. <laughs> She's one of those, like, uh, I'm drinking a lot and taking Xanax moms. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't think a bottle of Pinot and, uh, you know, two bars of Xanax makes me a bad mom. Yeah, right. right? It's like, <laughs> it does. <laughs> it makes you a bad mom. Um, so, yeah. Uh, progressively, the the it just kind of gets stranger and the requests get a little weirder. Uh, so, you go down, you see that there's a much bigger one saying that it's the mama and it needs its babies Mm -hmm. uh and you go to grab the toy to bring it back to the mama but the mama is now gone Mm -hmm. you wrap up the toy you go lay down again Mm -hmm. you wake back up you go to the garage where you hear a conversation happening between two tattletales you find them and you have to play hide and seek and it's it's a pretty wild game, but it looks good. It's it and it's it's fun. It's slightly annoying. It's slightly annoying. Yeah. Um would I say it's worth five bucks? No. But you did it anyway. I think it would be better at a two ninety nine price point. Yeah, especially since it's a little bit older. 
Yeah, I mean, this came out in 2016. It's six years old. And also, it's a a Five Nights at Freddy ripoff. Yeah. Um, Because it's literally five days till Christmas, and it kind of has a lot of similar tissue. Yep. So, yeah, it's probably like a $3 game, but you know what? Five bucks. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. I I mean, if you want a, a, a short little spooky Christmas game that doesn't involve Cranberry Sprite. Mm-hmm. This is fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. I mean, but really, you you want the Cranberry Sprite. You want the Cranberry. You want thirstiest time of the year. Yeah. Want Sprite Cranberry? <laughs> you want Sprite Cranberry? <laughs> that shit was so fucking funny. Uh, what a genius. What a genius. Like, yeah, I know. Whoever game. did that, like, <laughs> Thundercloud, Thunder we it. <laughs> think you are the coolest. That's we amazing. Love you. <laughs> and the fact you fight him with Fanta. <laughs> like, uh, awesome. It's good stuff. All right. Brings us to our next segment. Yeah. All right. That is another entry into mythology biology. All right, so we have a Christmas story. We have a Christmas story. It's Christmas. All right, that's all I had. (laughs) Okay. Okay, go for it. (laughs) Uh, So this is a Scandinavian creature, which seems to be the most common uh, area for a lot of Christmas stories. Scandinavia, and they are called the Tom Tim uh, or Tom Ten. Uh, They are from folklore and bear resemblance to more commonly known gnomes. Uh, In some countries, he has replaced the Yule goat, which I believe we talked about last year, Mm -hmm. uh, as a gift bearer on Christmas night. Uh, They believe they each uh, each home has a Tom Tim uh, who is a corporeal manifestation of the soul of the household. So it's kind of like the spirit of the house, like kind of thing uh it's in kanto it's it's, in kanto uh, i was gonna say it's like my neighbor totoro (laughs) yeah he lives among uh the dead in the burial grounds surrounding the home uh it acts as a caretaker and a protector and a helper uh and protects the resident children and animals unless you piss him off oh yeah (laughs) so you don't want to anger him because the tom tim has a huge temper and has been known to take revenge by killing livestock during the winter, which is a pretty horrible thing to happen to a family back in the day. Um, <laughs> or playing a bunch of uh, dirty tricks and pranks on the inhabitants of the home, uh, including breaking expensive objects, hiding important objects, uh, curdling all the milk in the house, and tying shoelaces together. And uh, there are stories of the Tom Tim uh, playing so many pranks, they drive people completely insane, or they bite them, and they are poisonous. Ah, (laughs) There you go. And that wouldn't be poisonous, because poisonous means it would be injected by a type of liquid or anything or substance. Venom would be the correct term. They're venomous. Yep. Stupid. There's a difference. Stupid article. (laughs) Typically leads to death. And the only cure is a supernatural prayer, which we do not have. That is the Tom Tim. Nice. <laughs> Welcome to Christmas, bitch. <laughs> Take care of your house. Welcome, Christmas, motherfucker. Yeah, it's uh, 
another holiday story that's just cheery as ever. Yep, that's always. That's the thing about most actual like Christmas tells are actually. Yeah, they aren't as fun as you would think. No, most most things. I think that you know, of course, Coca Cola Company and yeah, has Christianity you know. all tries to put this positive spin that whatever you get into this actual like folklore from places that were celebrating Christmas traditionally or things like pagan came from yeah like pagan holidays uh yeah it's always like a dark thing of course like the popular one everybody's like oh crap it's knocked but there's all these other folk tales that are way darker oh yeah yeah i don't see krampus biting people with venom (laughs) yeah no he just beats the fuck out of kids yeah boring (laughs) yeah 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 has a gene simmons tongue i don't know yep Cool. All right. Well, uh, that is another episode of Bladed Apples. Next week, I don't know. We're going to do another Christmas episode. Should we do another holiday episode? For, well, because I don't know if it's going to be released before Christmas. Yeah, or, probably because Christmas is Sunday. Probably. Then we could probably, probably do slip it. in one more. If not, it'll be right after Christmas. So we yeah. do one more holiday movie. We'll figure out what it was. Yeah. <laughs> we'll figure out what it is. Um, and also, we'd like to slip out into the movie theater. I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna try double feature. Uh, go theater, see Violent Night. Because I don't think it's gonna be good, but I think it's gonna be exactly what it is. Yeah, I like David Harbor. And then watch um, the new Bagos film. Babylon. Dave Dave Bagos. No, the the Christmas movie has on uh, Shutter right now. Oh, the robot one. Yeah, yeah. yeah which yeah, looks yeah. I I hear is really really fun. I I like VFW, the movie they put out. I don't know if it was the last one we put out, but he did VFW as well. I think mm-hmm. VFW is fine, but hard to see what the fuck was going on, and I couldn't really tell. Like I hated the the, the lighting in it; it just right. it's hard to tell what was going on. Some, but everybody's saying that this one is really really fun. So maybe try double feature both those to talk about in the pre-show. But we'll come up with a holiday movie too. Yeah, we'll figure it. Talk about maybe Jack Frost too. Talk about Jack Frost one. I don't think yeah. I ever saw the second Jack Frost. I don't think I have either. Um, but yeah, we'll come up with one more holiday holiday uh episode but uh if you listen to this before that one then merry christmas and happy holidays you know happy hanukkah what you celebrate yeah hanukkah's going on right now uh yeah uh uh, yeah if you do kwanzaa whatever you do masalam alaikum uh spaghetti monster italian dinner yeah (laughs) well it's not italian it's mexican oh yeah that's right spaghetti's from italy and mexico (laughs) and china and uh, wherever else in the US and wherever it works for a joke yeah um, <laughs> uh, but yeah in the meantime if you want to reach us you can you can reach us at the gmail bladedapplespod at gmail.com or bladedapplespodcast on Instagram you want to message us you want to say hello you want to share some opinions we love hearing from you we hear from a couple of you guys here and there but if you have a piece of news or a letter you want to write us and a question we'll read it on here Nobody cares about our fucking opinions, though. But still, I can give it a try as well. Thanks to Stefan Mize for doing our artwork. Uh, check him out. Instagram, Stefan Mize. And thanks to... Uh, you can also check him out on Crying Panther as well on Instagram. Awesome dude. Um, and thanks to Blaze for being a great co-host and editing all this shit up. And thanks to TerraVision for making us the official... <laughs> <laughs> Yes. I'm wearing a gray fish shirt. Can we be your podcast? <laughs> I have Santa Claus sitting right here, the Blu-ray of it. <laughs> Please. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we are in Savannah currently. 
Come on. I'm hoping I will be soon. Yes. But uh, yeah, anything else to add, please? Merry Christmas, fuckers. That's right. Remember, even though it's Christmas, every day is still also Halloween. So please act accordingly. Bye. Bye.